welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the final episode of this season of Debris. This is season one, episode 13, Celestial Body. We have not heard of a renewal at this point. We're going to keep our fingers crossed. We're going to hope that they saw the potential, can see the fans jumping in. John Noble showed up. A lot of things going great for it in this finale to at least green light a season two. I think we warranted that much. Let's get into some schematics. This episode was written by J.H. Wyman and directed by Eagle Eagleson. I did not make that up. I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. Some things that I were predicting or projecting <laughs> the last few weeks have come to fruition i'm glad to see that my uh my radar is still working properly when it comes to i don't think something's right about that and then we kind of swung the pendulum on our characters on who's good who's bad who's in the middle uh <laughs> who's just very lost <laughs> in this journey. Poor Fanola. All of the things happen. So many feelings. Let's jump into the recap. A woman wakes with her husband in bed with their infant child. And I'm just going to throw it out there. This is not okay. Not even a little bit. They teach you this in Childhood 101. <laughs> it's probably not a good idea. To put your newborn in a bed with you when you can smother them in the middle of the night. And that's also the fakest doll I have ever seen. She drives out to a remote location, joining many others who stand positioned, staring at something that makes them all emotionally sad. Brian gets a call from Maddox that Anson escaped from the black site by electrocuting himself. Panola's face. What the fuck? He also reveals, looking at the x-ray, that the man probably has swallowed debris shards and now they've shifted or sifted into organs. Fanola thinks her father won't be safe until Influx and Maddox are no longer a threat. <laughs> Speaking of a threat, George is watching the forest awaiting something that appears to be a human smoke monster. Don't endure it for me. Now watch me win. It definitely spooked his ass because when they showed up, he's like, we got to go. Why are you running? Why are you running? Fanola and Brian are like two normal people that would show up and see a man covered in aluminum foil and talking a whole lot of gibberish. Maybe he's like he's paranoid or something. Talking about that they gotta leave. They can't ask any questions because the signal is weakening and they need to get to it. Brian's like, I guess we're leaving. Uh, as they're driving away though, both Brian and Fanola have eyes and can see that he looks like someone was after him. He does not look like he is chilled at all. They drive to the location where we saw at the beginning of the episode all the people standing around. Brian seems concerned that they are exposed to debris, but George tells them it's too late anyway. 
though there is no debris in sight. But the fact that you are so caliber with my safety was my first red flag. And I think it was Brian's. I think Brian's first red flag is, why you got that fucking aluminum foil? <laughs> it's much like what happened to the people that died horribly last episode. So Brian is even more concerned. people had aneurysms that nobody ever seen before they all the group of people began to spontaneously have different emotions starting with laughter uh Fanola did try to ask her dad a couple of questions like hey and he completely ignored her inquiries until she asks what's going on and he states that it is a emotional convergence and exclaims that it is beautiful and i knew i was correct in my assessment i told you that bitch crazy while brian and finola are going through the vehicles looking for the names compiling a list brian says one car smells like vanilla the other smells like the tech side of the plane she's like you mean the place where you sleep <laughs> but says he needs to ask a question which is more like a statement that is a little sting worthy and that's the fact that we are putting all of our faith in a man who was for all intents and purposes reanimated and admittedly mentally unstable i appreciate that she did not disagree with that but concluded that the reason they brought her dad back was to find this piece of debris which means it in itself is important brian also states they are entering a new phase of debris because now it is actively seeking out folks for its purposes or they're just now clued into that fact i think there's a lot more about the debris that <laughs> these two are far far low on the list of understanding as george finds the active debris that isn't affecting the trio by the way the group bursts out in excitement and joy and i wondered if it was reflecting george's emotions because all the emotions they displayed seemed to be linked to what he was feeling in the moment um then when he got sober they were like the man himself linda maddox's wife is using cue cards to try to inform dario who he is and who she is um going back to the story arc i will say so far from where we started it at i know we had a few scenes in between but it almost felt as if it was a separate thing going on and i'm glad that it it lined up more with what we thought initially but i would say maybe it went one or two episodes without too much attention but I'm not sure if I wanted a whole bunch of attention or not. But I just found myself thoroughly not kind of caring in a little bit. Vanilla learns all the assembled are new parents. And Brian figures the debris is emotionally feeding off of them. Since this is a very high emotional volatile time for humans. At a gas station somewhere. Anson and I forgot that dude. I think his name's Loeb. They're sitting in the car asking what's taking Otto so long and we get our first introduction to the man who is played by none other 
than John Noble. Otto is also someone who looks intensely scary and terrifying. He rejoins them with a speck of blood on his cheek. Anson wants to know what he did. And because he's a curious motherfucker like that, he decides to go into the gas station and has found that Otto has turned everyone into human pretzels. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will. And away they go. His face just came back like, you know what? I can't take you nowhere. <laughs> Maddox trades his piece of debris as his wife tells her son never to forget that she loves him. And I was like, oh, is she about to go commit suicide? And just like that, Maddox proves he's not so dirty after all, not allowing Irina to leave with the debris though she may not have went to jail <laughs> i'm not sure so there's one door you're walking out of meanwhile the real villain i've been side-eyeing since jump gives a look when finola thinks they should cut ties with the debris and the people by shutting the debris down and freeing them brian agrees ready to get the in use and dad says yeah we'll reprogram them Except Dad knew it wouldn't work and used the distraction because he wanted to talk to Fanola alone. Oh, I love this moment because his whole entire demeanor changed, George. Like he wasn't the bumbling, stooping, you know, feel sorry. His posture was confident. He tells his daughter, you know, hey, come touch his debris. She's like, what you talking about, fool? Come over here. I'm telling you to touch it because it's fine. It's not going to hurt us. And then he ends up touching it. And she's still like, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, and the way he even was presenting how the debris was not harmful it went beyond a comprehension that we've seen from him thus far. He tells her that the debris is small, but connected to these people, it is the size of a large building. And unfortunately, there is no helping them as the connection must be severed so that they can move it, causing them to have full memory loss. Even though Otto and company were straight up just about to kill him. He was like, we don't care what happens. I'll make it quick. Oh, my heart hurt for Fanola in this moment as she's being hit with all these truth bombs about the man that her father truly is. He says, girl, I died and came back as a rebirth. Um, I knew I had to do this. Yes, this piece of debris, it needs to go to the people. It needs to do better things for humanity. I even knew in the hotel room that his rhetoric sounded all too familiar in flux. This is why Maddox wanted him dead. Which Maddox though, if you even thought for five seconds this was what it could have been, you should have told your peeps. There's no reason why you would not have that information. But maybe Maddox was just distracted by his home life and could not be bothered to do his due diligence. 
then we have Anson singing the childhood song. That was another huge giveaway that something ain't right about George. Like, there's no way you would know that unless George taught you. <laughs> That's not something you just pick up. He tells her that he chose to die. I think I already said that as a rebirth so that human consciousness can ascend the next plane and humanity as itself. Because Brian was right, this is not a map making piece of debris, but one that will transfer human consciousness. She's like, Dad, what are you talking about? If my answers frighten you, Vincent, then you should cease asking scary questions. She points out that she was going to save him. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? Like, do you remember that? She thinks maybe he's just not thinking clearly. He's like, girl, I'm thinking with all my faculties. Yes, I knew you were coming. You just came too soon, which what does that even mean? He knows that the government is weaponizing the debris and splitting. Um, or and he chose basically to split away from <laughs> the party and form the People's Party or the People's Debris Party. And they mean business. We tired of playing with your ass, nigga. Today your ass is going to die, bitch. Say goodnight, motherfucker. Anson and the crew show up to disarm her as dad tells her she didn't want to learn how to swim. He had to toss her in kicking and screaming, but that's where she excelled. Why don't you love me, daddy? Finola really quite can't get her mind wrapped around this horrible betrayal. And he takes her phone when Brian calls and she tries to warn him, but it's too late. He tells Brian that the NEUs won't work, but to sit tight, we're going to come up with a different plan. Otto and George walk off with Otto happy to see that George is fine because he got a feeling that he wasn't going to be okay. He said, what did you see? So what? Can he see the future? He's got that type of, he's got whatever's going on with Otto. It's a lot. Leo thinks this is a good time to remark how awesome Fanola's dad is how he's a visionary for humanity and I wish I was his DNA blood. Fanola headbutts him before Anson reestablishes control. And I was glad she headbutted. I'm like, yeah, get him. Like, I ain't trying to hear this cult-like shit. <laughs> I'm devastated. They bring out all of the tools to disarm the debris or to disconnect the people from the debris. But George decides to, first he asks, well, how long is it going to take to kill them? He's like, uh, how long is a string? <laughs> Otto has no soul. I'm convinced he's part of the debris himself. Or, I don't know, I've got theories. <laughs> but he sure as shit ain't got his humanity. But George chooses to show mercy for his baby girl, saying that they can relearn the data Let's just wipe their memories. We don't have to kill them. Everyone is given beans, which I need to know more about, to protect them from the effect of memory loss and whatever else that this wave will cause. When she asks about Brian, he says, well, he'll be with good company. I'm like, damn, did he really pull up? I'm going to make your smart boyfriend who validates you forget you exist. Um, Fanola does not want to take the bean. He says... Look, I'm too damn old to manhandle you, but I got people to do it for me that will. Um, and it's clear that they're taking direction from him. It's not just Otto. They seem to be in partnership. 
Uh, but even Otto was like, eh, if you don't want to kill him, that's fine. <laughs> he didn't put up too much of a fuss. And Anson is the one that ends up making her swallow the bean. He also told her earlier, I don't want to kill you, but I will if I have to. He also says he does not want to lose her again. So is it because he died or maybe I don't know if that could have meant more with how things are right now. Shit. The debris goes off and everyone falls down, then wakes up with Brian being in a little bit of significant pain as he makes his way back to Fanola to protect her. I can be your hero, baby. I can kiss away the pain. I will stand by you forever. He ends up falling next to her she's trying to help him out like stay away from him everyone is wondering how he possibly kept his memory and wasn't affected by the debris and they ask Otto to determine it he tells him to look at him and I'm guessing I don't know what his power is but it's something he determines that Brian is the third man with Garcia and Ming and that they clearly disguised or he disguised his identity. George tells Fanola she belongs with him, that he knows things she wants to know about the debris, and he has made her his pupil, but she declines saying her father died six months ago and that you're a monster, <laughs> which seems to hurt him just a little bit. Brian wants to know who the fuck Otto is, and he tells Fanola later that he's never seen that man a day in his life, um, did Fanola, yeah, Fanola, you know, peeped him on the fact that this is in flux. Uh, it does feel as if Otto read his mind or somehow. I didn't think he was taking away his pain, but it did feel as if he was trying to get information that made him curious because he had this look on his face before he went back to the car. And I was like, my have the tables have turned as they must tell at Maddox now everything. They got to go in, kicking stuff that ain't there. So, <laughs> you, uh, you told me to trust you. And quite frankly, a lot of your shit wasn't making sense. And that's on you, bruh. She asked about what Otto meant and he explains the trio, Ming, so I'm guessing Garcia works with Influx because I bet because they needed the Ligari files and I think that's what that conversation was about maybe because if they were looking for all three of those people maybe if they have Garcia would they need the other and clearly something really bad happened but this explains why he's taking the injections after this debris event to stave off something or nothing they don't know this is the first time that him being affected by that event correlated with anything that was currently happening and they're wondering because uh, we get to this next scene well actually we'll save it for the last because I didn't forget about that part <laughs> while driving away Loeb and George are visibly freaked out by the smoke man who seems to be tracking them as it turned around only Otto looked awfully chill about the situation 
Maddox, meanwhile, comes home to find Linda hasn't committed suicide and he was on his journey of debris as we thought from the beginning so that mother and child can speak so that he can heal his family. And this is the part that I skipped over between Otto and George was the fact that yesterday a telosphere was born and that is why the debris is active which is interesting um it makes its way to the native american man in the desert named gakia that seemed to be waiting for the orb the orb seemed to understand because it followed him into or the ball of light followed him into a cave after its long journey where brill is who we thought was working for mi6 I don't think he was working for MI6 at all. I think that he's pretending to be an agent for MI6. I don't even know what the hell's going on. Who is aware that Influx just got the piece of debris and they both believe it's time to begin looking at a Fanola doppelganger in suspension. So is that ball of light going to go into Fanola? And is she going to become a creepy Fanola-like Otto? Is this the daughter that he lost where he was because Otto said you were never going to reach that girl you were never going to get her there clearly are two camps of debris but is there a malevolent third one what is going on I definitely think that this finale did a lot that the uh the penultimate just didn't have the same amount of stakes behind but after this one i'm like i need more please give me more nbc don't be like this don't be a fox we knew it we knew it for season two we need it in our lives look at all these great actors sebastian roche john noble freaking our our newbies <laughs> ryan Steele, as well as jonathan tucker everyone's giving the a game in this even maddox and his wife we got a great cast of people i can't wait to see where this goes next give us this journey we deserve it i've said all i need to say let's jump into the feedback It's me, Shy. I'm here to talk about the season finale of Debris. Um, to say that this episode was confusing like the last episode <laughs> would be an understatement because I'm still like, what the hell is going on? Oh my gosh. Okay, I definitely need a season two because I need them to explain what happened like what i mean uh it's good to get confirmation that george like my original one of my original theories that i went away from and then went back to (laughs) 
about him being the leader or in charge of Influx or one uh sounds like that's the case. And this one, like he's a visionary, he's the one and all that kind of stuff. And so he staged his own death, had them revive him, and started his journey of anti-government. Uh, so this is what influx is and her dad is just not about that life uh, he felt that the government would use in which they are I mean we ain't I mean he can't he ain't wrong there they are weaponizing it um, and of course my thing is this debris in anyone's hands I don't have much faith so I don't I don't know I, <laughs> So humanity is just not, the, you know, this type of power in the hands of anyone is just scary. But so we spend this one trying to figure out why these random people um, showed up to this specific site where there's the debris that everyone is converging on. Um, and um, still not i mean they have the connection of their you know new parents but i still don't get why uh, uh, other than i guess they said that they are sucking their emotions or using their emotions or reading their emotions the debris it is at least and so yeah but yes, Fanola was devastated to learn that her father was not who he said he was and not what she thought he was. And it was sad when she's like, my father died six months ago. He's trying to get her to join him in the fight against the government. I get, again, I don't know. And who in the hell was that dude <laughs> that creepy behind dude that went into the gas station and twisted these people i'm like what the hell is this and to pretzel like i don't know body parts in places the body parts was this, what did he why like what I, I I didn't understand. Like, why did he do that? What was going on? Ugh, did he need an outlet? He needed to, I mean, Anson, that's his name, went in there just to show us what he did. And it's like, why? Why did he do that? Ugh, anyway, so he just murdered people. Random, random, I don't know. And then we have Brian not being affected by the the wave when they have everybody take the pill and he can still remember and he talked to Fanola about him getting hit by a debris him Garcia and he said someone else a Chinese guy I think he said um and so he's been and he talked to her about taking the injection so that might have been what saved him from having his memory wiped which I was kind of I was freaking out about because I'm like oh hell no they're not gonna have us have Brian not remember Fanola and go through this whole thing next season of them him not knowing her her knowing him oh thank god but at the same time I still don't know 
what it all means in regards to Brian and I mean he does have a connection to the debris we know that much and I don't understand what that weirdo guy was saying like what was he doing with Brian that whole scene didn't make sense to me so it, again I mean I know I'll be relying on you to uh with some with some knowledge to see if you have some knowledge <laughs> but you know I just I just I just not this is not it for me as far as understanding then we see what Maddox has been doing all this time trying to get this specific debris from the Russians that he's trying to use to cure his son and so I, I don't know why I didn't think of that but that's that makes sense that he's trying to I mean other than doing the other job I mean that's why he's doing this on the DL because this is a personal matter so it's not like he's trying to be evil at this point or he's you know a bad guy kind of thing this was more of uh, uh, him going behind orbitals back to do this side deal for that purpose because he doesn't want them knowing about what he's trying to do and yes for a minute there I thought his wife was her name Lydia right uh, I thought she did take some pills but thankfully not and didn't they break up like I thought or did the, was that erased when he came home yeah he came home to divorce papers so I'm like, when did they get back together? When did that happen? I, I did I miss something? So that definitely was a I don't even call it a plot hole. I don't know what you call it. You know, when there's not an explanation for something. Yeah, plot hole, right? But but yeah. So then we have the ending where what's his name? Takia. The Native American Takia, uh, the ball of light comes to him, and so he's been sitting there the whole time waiting on this ball of light, and then he he goes inside the cave where that guy from a few episodes ago is there. Um, was he from Influx? Oh, God. I, I, it's like it's too much. My head hurts. Was he? I don't know if he was from Influx or Orbital. I can't remember which side he was on. But that's that guy, right? That had the duplicate and that came out of the trailer. And um, then there's this clone of Finola. So I'm like, what the hell is this? What is going on? So I'm like, I don't know what's going on with this show. Oh my gosh. So more questions than answers from this, of course. So they leave us on it. Obviously, they're going to leave us on a cliffhanger. So I'm going to be pissed if I am left hanging like this because I definitely need to know oh my gosh anyway so let me before I mean before I send this to you I gotta make sure that the audio is legit because I listened to the previous podcast and I'm like I don't know what's going on because no my bluetooth wasn't on um so I'm not sure what the problem was but hopefully it's fixed whatever it is i'm not sure because i don't listen i don't listen to bluetooth so i don't have that so um yeah maybe just something was quirky going on with my phone um but anyway i mean if it was on it wasn't um i don't know i can't begin to guess 
why it was acting up like that but hopefully this one would be a lot clearer and all that good stuff so that's all i got this was um this finale was very confusing and very uh just just a lot of questions so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was shy with her thoughts on the episode um she said what the fuck is going on i don't know what's happening somebody call a doctor a phd and (laughs) what the hell is happening hopefully the recap will be a little bit more informative um i can tell you some things maybe um how i figured it was and I, i've been doing for jump though i've been side-eyeing george jones i know you mentioned it you can you kind of went back and forth i knew it in my i knew it in my loins okay i knew it in my loins and that man was not about the right <laughs> They kept making him so dopey, trying to throw me off. But I'm like, ah, your shit don't make sense. So, because his shit didn't make sense, this turn was not a surprise for me. But from what I get is he faked his own death. Like, he didn't fake his own death. He killed himself. He decided to be rebirthed, attached to the debris, so he could be at one with it. He probably found out that Maddox was making weapons, but so was every other country that is collecting this, including MI6, including um, the Russians, the Chinese, whoever's getting this debris, they're going to weaponize it because that's what men do. It's not to say that's the only thing that they'll do with it, but it crossed the line for George. He also did lose um, Orbital. I'm thinking there's probably more to the story that we don't know. Maybe he was making plans to do things with the debris that they felt they wouldn't, didn't want him to be doing. And he was like, well, I'm going to take my research and do it all on my own, not without any government oversight. All of these things made total and utter sense to me. And then somehow um, they got to him earlier than he was expecting and he needed to find this last piece of the debris so he needed the ligari files to do that so he used his daughter to get those files to help influx get their hands on that debris <laughs> the betrayal was like 12 times a knife in the back um so i i think that explains george but some of the stuff though we're not meant to understand i mean it's just it's whoa okay So we've been fundamentally behind the entire time, just like the characters. Like the characters were discovering it. They were having the wonder of it all, learning a little bit. And you got other people out here, these motherfuckers on both sides that we don't even know. Um, Clearly, I think because of the interaction of the debris with Brian last episode, I'm going to guess that Brill's side is now the anti-influx maybe they want it for the people too but they don't want to take it in his direction because just recall you saying his ideals you know from the government what's he doing that's not so different he says he's not weaponizing it but what is something that kills people that is absolutely innocent that was just riding the bus 
and you pulled them through a fucking wormhole and killed them. Then you were going to do the same thing to blocks full of people, but it's all for the greater good. It's bullshit. Um, and he's talking about putting hit, uh, consciousness. He didn't say everyone's consciousness. He's trying to send some uh, plane of understanding. That's what scientists do, man. They can't stop being scientists. And I think that's what his appeal was to her at the end. Like, you know you want to know. And she does, but she don't want it like this. I like this. Um, they didn't say these people in particular. Oh yeah, uh, they were just sucking them emotionally for their vulnerability. Uh, the state of their emotions apparently was the fuel that this particular gas or building needed. Uh, Otto is the guy. That was creepy. That's also John Noble. I don't think you watch Fringe. I think that's just me and Mimi. But yes, he was a huge Fringe alum star. Walter. Otto looked like a child doing something naughty, knowing he got caught, but regretting nothing. He's going to be a problem. (laughs) We don't know some of the things that that you wanted the answer to, because there is no explanation for it yet. Uh, we know that Brian was in an event. He was affected by it. That's what they've been trying to stave off all this time. Because they think that the debris may use him in some type of capacity. But now he turns out that he kind of has an immunity to it. Vanola's touched it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, everything they thought they know, they no longer. So it's going to be so interesting next season. So I, I get why they didn't go so deep into this season. Because... You, not even the characters know how far the rabbit hole this goes. Thus, we are with where they are. And I kind of like that. Now, I would suggest going on Reddit at this time because I bet there's a lot more people breaking it down. Because I told you there was um, some end credit scenes of some uh, transmissions. Maybe they've deciphered it and connected patterns. They did say that the day where they were going to different timelines was still going to have an impact. So my guess is that this is a Fanola from a different timeline. And because he did mention Otto that you were never going to get to her in any iteration. I think they may possibly be world traveling or, you know, you know, like actual world traveling, <laughs> not around the world. Alrighty. And then lastly, Brill is not from Influx. But he had been working with Fanola's boss. That's where you recognize him for. But God only knows how in the know, out of the know, Fanola's boss really is. And I feel it's probably not a whole lot of in the know. (laughs) But yes, let's keep our fingers crossed that we are going to get our season two. At least give us something by the end of the weekend. Don't make us wait for like two fucking weeks. That'd just be tragic. Now, Debris, I believe, on the calendar, I don't have it in front of me, is being replaced by Upload. So if you're into that show, that's where we'll be going next. But we also have a lot of other shows joining. If you want to check out Black on Couch Reviews, if you ever want to send feedback, blackoncouch.gmail.com. My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. If you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Very much appreciated. Until next time, peace. Hair grease and black or magic. <laughs>